Where the hell are they? Cat asked for the thousandth time as he slammed on the dash of his car. Diana had been sitting in the car, baking in the sun for half an hour, waiting for two people that seemed increasingly unlikely to show up. Meet us at the highway, Cat had said to Amanda and Oshki, who were both locked in battle with a couple of rogue cougar shifters. Now, it was clear, to Diana at least, that Cat's sister and their Navajo ally had not won that round or even managed to beat a hasty retreat. It was also unlikely that the battle was still going on. From the little Diana had seen of cougar battles, they tended to be painful, bloody, and very quick. Cat, what if, Diana said hesitantly, what if they're not coming? They'll be here, Cat said, though he sounded less certain about it than he had at the 15-minute mark. Diana saw this as progress, so she decided to press her luck. After all, they couldn't wait in a car out in the open where any enemy could find them forever. Okay, Diana began easily, but if they do make it, Amanda would know to go to the reservation next, wouldn't she? I mean, it's not too far, is it? As a cougar, she could make it without... I'm not leaving my sister, Kat said defiantly. Diana opened her mouth to protest, but found that she lacked the strength. Her arm was still injured, and her head still ached desperately. She wanted nothing more than to go somewhere where she could lie down, and perhaps never get up again. She felt deeply guilty when she admitted this to herself. After all, Amanda and the other boy, Ashki, could very well be dead. And no matter what Diana had thought of Amanda at first, she was Kat's sister. All the same, they simply could not remain out here in Kat's car, and not just because of Diana's injuries or her fragile state in general. Kat, what if Charlie and Manapa find us? Diana said. You know how desperate they are, and out here we're sitting ducks. But they haven't found us, Kat said. There's been no sign of them either. Clearly they've given up. Or... Kat stopped mid-sentence. His eyes widened as though he had realized something. Suddenly, he closed his eyes and leaned his head back against the driver's seat headrest. Diana thought of putting a hand on his arm, but decided she didn't dare. It looked as though Cat had gone into some kind of trance. She simply stared at him for several moments until his eyes finally flew open. Suddenly, he turned the key in the ignition and put his hands on the wheel. We have to go back, he said urgently. What? Diana exclaimed. They're in trouble, Cat explained hastily. Charlie's got them in the cave. He moved his hand to the parking brake and made to lower it. This time, Diana did not hesitate to put her hand on his arm. Cat, she said, you know what'll happen if we go back there. It's suicide, and not just for us. I don't care, he said, angrily shaking off Diana's hand. I'm not leaving my sister there. Cat, listen to me. I know you don't like her, Cat said, turning to Diana with the harshest look she'd ever seen him wear. I know you've probably got some personal thing against her, but that doesn't mean I'm going to let her die. This has nothing to do with the way I feel about Amanda, and you know it, Diana exclaimed angrily. You know what'll happen when we go back there. You know he's using them to get to us. Fine, Cat said, his face still hard. You stay here and I'll go. That won't work either. Yes, it will. He yelled this so loudly that Diana was certain his voice could be heard for 50 miles. She moved away from Cat very slightly, and he looked down, breathing heavily. He looked as surprised with himself as she did. She used the silence to press her point again. 
Look, she said, as gently but firmly as she could. Charlie's not just interested in me. That prophecy said you're my mate. He'll want to get rid of you as soon as he can, so he can... Diana looked away and couldn't finish the sentence. She remembered what he'd said to Manaba when he first brought Diana to the cave. She needs to be defiled, he'd said. Diana looked at Cat in the driver's seat. His face still had a harsh tint, but he seemed calmer. So, we just let them die, he asked. Of course not, Diana answered. Think about it. If they're using them to get to us, they're not going to kill them. We need to get back to the reservation and tell your grandfather. Then we can get, like, a posse together, or something, she finished lamely. Not for the first time, Diana realized she was very much out of her depth. Still, she knew she was right, and as Kat's face changed from harsh defiance to reluctant acceptance, she knew he knew it, too. 